0: Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio,
1: proudly sponsored by the BPA. Hello to all of our recorded listeners, um, and thank you for joining us here today. We'll be getting started shortly. You can hear the silent chimes of the treble bell in the background as the church is ready to start into its service.
2: Would you please stand to sing our first hymn, Eternal Father Strong to Save. <clears throat> Good morning and welcome to St Martin's Church, Bryanston, for our Remembrance Sunday service. And a special welcome to those joining us on Brye Radio, wherever you are. We have Purbeck and Shaftesbury House in church this morning, along with many guests. And I'm pleased to welcome Carol, the chair of Bryanston Parish Council, to lay the wreath on behalf of Bryanston Village. Our music is led by the Chamber Choir, they've been rehearsing all week, and everything you need is in the order of service. Please do join in with the words in bold. We are here to worship Almighty God, whose purposes are good, whose power sustains the world he has made, who loves us, though we have failed in his service, who gave Jesus Christ for the life of the world, and who, by his Holy Spirit, leads us in his way. As we give thanks for his great works, we remember those who have lived and died in his service and in the service of others. We pray for all who suffer through war and are in need. We ask for his blessing and help, that we may do his will, and that all may acknowledge him as Lord and King. So let us pray. God our refuge and strength, bring near the day when wars shall cease and poverty and pain shall end that earth may know the peace of heaven, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess to God the sins and shortcomings of the world, its pride, its selfishness, its greed, its evil divisions and hatreds. Let us confess our share in what is wrong, and our failure to seek and establish that peace which God wills for his children. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, pardon and deliver us from all our sins, confirm and strengthen us in all goodness, and keep us in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hugh is going to bring us our first reading. The first reading is taken from the book of Micah, chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. In the future, the mountain with the Lord's temple will be the highest of all. It will reach above the hills and every nation will rush to it. People of many nations will come and say, let's go up to the mountain of the Lord God of Jacob and worship in his temple. The Lord will teach us his law from Jerusalem and we will obey him. He will settle arguments between distant and powerful nations. They will pound their swords and their spears into rakes and shovels. They will never again make war or attack one another. Everyone will rest beneath their own fig trees or grapevines, and they will live in peace. This is a solemn promise from the Lord all powerful. Here runs the first reading. please stand as Sam brings
3: us our Gospel week. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Lord Glory to you, to you, Lord. Speaking to his disciples, Jesus said, I have loved you just as my Father loved me, so remain faithful to my love for you. If you obey me, I will keep loving you, just as my Father keeps loving me, because I have obeyed Him. I have told you this to make you as completely happy as I am. Now I tell you to love each other, as I have loved you. The greatest way to show love for friends is to die for them. And you are my friends, if you obey me. Servants don't know what their master is doing, and so I don't speak to you as my servants, I speak to you as my friends and I have told you everything that my Father has told me. You did not choose me, I chose you and sent you out to produce fruit, the kind of fruit that will last. Then my Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. So I command you to love each other. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus.
2: Please be seated. remembrance have been happening in the United Kingdom since the end of World War I. They were held on the 11th of November, but moved to the closest Sunday during World War II, so that the wartime working day and production was not disturbed. After World War II, it was decided that an act of remembrance on the second Sunday of November would be a fitting memorial for both wars, where the 11th of November would always be associated with the armistice for the First War. It's not a test, but we are meeting a week early, as next weekend is an open weekend for Bryanston. Poppies have been a symbol of remembrance for decades. People donate and pick up the iconic paper shape, often with a leaf and a black button in the middle. Poppies were a common sight during World War I, especially on the Western Front. They flourished in the soil churned up by the fighting and the shelling. The delicate flower blooming in the face of such suffering and death inspired Canadian doctor John McRae to write his famous poem in Flanders Field, The Poppies Grow. We think he was sat on a break from the field hospital at Ypres in 1915, staring out at the battlefield. Thousands of soldiers saw the same thing and were intrigued, some sending home pressed poppies in their letters loved ones. Artificial poppies were first sold in Britain in 1921 to raise money for the Earl Haig Fund in support of ex-servicemen and the families of those who had died in the conflict. They were first supplied by Anna Gerin who had been manufacturing the flowers in France to raise money for war orphans. But they were so popular that in 1922 the British Legion found a factory in the UK staffed by disabled ex-servicemen to produce its own. And a hundred years on, that continues, with every paper poppy worn here today and every wreath being laid this week made in those factories. One hundred years of employment opportunities and one hundred years of raising money for all those often forgotten after a conflict, the injured and the bereaved. I don't know about you, but I've often been quite frustrated by paper poppies. We typically wear them from the last Friday in October until the 11th of November, about two weeks, and I don't find them up to the task. They get crinkled, especially if you're trying to wear a coat as the weather turns cold. They come apart easily. You need to deploy a pin to get them attached. Did anyone stab themselves with a pin accidentally this morning, trying to get their poppy on? I'm sure you did. More recently, badges and brooches have been produced that cost a little bit more, they endure for longer, and they're kinder to the environment because they can be worn year on year. A few years ago, I decided I'd had enough, and I crocheted poppies for my family with safety pins attached for all the reasons I've said, and I don't donate money each year in lieu of buying paper poppies. But as I was looking at the poppy this week and thinking about 100 years that ex-servicemen have been producing them for us, I wondered if maybe I've been a bit too dismissive of the paper poppy. Our Bible readings this morning have given us two extremes. A view of the future from the prophet Micah where there will be no more war, no need for weapons, and one where the peace of God will reign. In the other, Jesus is speaking very much of the realities of earth, where he and countless others have laid down their lives for their friends. In this service this morning, we meet to remember the lives laid down for others and to strive and hope for the time to come when peace reigns. Jesus commanded his disciples and us to love each other. Love is such an easy word to say. That can be such a difficult word to put into action over and over again. It's a command and a challenge to keep loving and showing love through difficult times when bad things happen. Love isn't about being passive or being a doormat. It's something to strive for. What is the most loving thing to do in each situation that faces us? How is love best served? something ethics, ethicists have been debating for centuries for me remembering is an act of love buying and wearing a poppy is an act of love if our only difficulty over these two weeks is trying to keep one paper poppy intact flat dry and pinned on each morning we are doing well And I think the paper poppy serves as a reminder that peace is hard won and is fragile, so fragile. Maybe the effort of keeping one of these pieces of paper and bits of plastic pristine is an inspiration for how much we should also work for peace. Because this year, more than any other in my life, peace seems so fragile. There have been conflicts over the decades since World War I and World War II, but they've seemed far away. Many have continued to lay down their lives, and they've been remembered in the years since. But this year, war is close by. We can hear the stories of attacks and injury and death from refugees sheltering in our country firsthand. We can see the explosions and the bomb sites live on the news. War is affecting our daily lives as the cost of living rises, as energy prices soar and shortages seem to be becoming a reality. In the face of that, remembering is an act of love. As we read each of the names this morning, we mark their importance in this place at this time. We mark the importance of life and not repeating the mistakes of the past. So may this delicate flower, this beauty blooming in the chaos and the suffering, be a reminder to us all how hard we need to love, how hard we need to work for peace, and how fragile that peace really is. Amen. Phoebe's going to come and read us a poem.
4: Once we had dreams, dreams of a new beginning, when we had fought the war to end all war, a world of peace, where people live in freedom, a world where justice reigns forevermore. And yet, and yet, each year as we remember, we know too well how subtly dreams can fade. In this, our world, where peace is often fragile, where war and hatred grip, where children die, Too easily our hearts are dulled to suffering. Our ears are deafened to the hopeless cry. We fail to grasp the call to be peacemakers. We act in fear and let the vision fade. Still we need dreams. O God, make us your dreamers. Inflame our passion for a world made whole. A world where love extends to all a welcome. Where justice, like a powerful stream, will roll. Come Prince of Peace our fading hope rekindle. Your kingdom come, we pray. Let peace be made.
2: Would you please stand let us commemorate and commend to the loving mercy of our Heavenly Father the Shepherd of souls the giver of life everlasting those who have died in the service of our country and its cause O Almighty God grant we beseech thee that we who here do honour to thee the memory of those who have died in the service of their country and of the crown, may be so inspired by the spirit of their love and fortitude, that forgetting all selfish and unworthy motives, we may live only to the glory and to the service of mankind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
5: Major Robin Adams. MC Sergeant James Adamson Flight Lieutenant Albert Anderson Flight Lieutenant John Andrews Trooper Wynne Annett Captain Ronald Armitage Civilian Michael Armstrong Lieutenant Charles Barkley Ordinary Seaman John Bell Lieutenant John Bertie Flight's Lieutenant, Alwyn Bevan. Second Lieutenant, Richard Bolton. Flight Sergeant, Ian Bullivant. Flight Sergeant, Cyril Bouchard. Second Lieutenant, Kenneth Buttermere, Second Lieutenant, Christopher Carey. Gunner, Brian Carrot Leading Aircraftsman, Timothy Cobb. Sergeant Pilot, Jim Colmer. Second Lieutenant Eric Dainty. Major Charles Davies. Captain David Dobell. Sergeant Philip Duplat Taylor. Sub-Lieutenant Christopher Exham, Flying Officer Ian Findlay. Flight Lieutenant Charles Fox. Wing Commander Duncan Fraser. Lieutenant Peter Gale. Pilot officer Barry Goodwin, civilian Tim Gotch-Strode, Sergeant Peter Greaves, Second Lieutenant Thomas Halford, Sergeant Lieutenant Richard Hall, Lieutenant Christopher Harker, Flight Sergeant Clifford Hitchcock, Lieutenant Richard Lingworth, Sergeant Pilot Michael Jones. Pilot Officer Mark Lee. Flight Lieutenant Edward Lee Brown. Pilot Officer Donald Levin. Lance Corporal Bill Leaf. Major Michael Loveridge. Lieutenant William McGregor. Flying Officer Bruce Macpherson. Flight Lieutenant John Manley. Flying Officer Ian March. Lance Sergeant Pip Mason. Second Lieutenant Gillian McLean. Flying Officer Jim Meller. Flight Lieutenant John Mercer. Lieutenant Nigel Miller. Leading Aircraftsman Arthur Molm. Flight Sergeant Paul Moody.
0: Brian Monkton. Second Officer John Nathan, Major Peter Palmer, Sergeant Ian Passy, Aircraftsman Second Class William Patton, Sub Lieutenant Joe Pilling, Trooper Michael Pym, Captain Tony Platt, Pilot Officer Bob Reed, Pilot Officer Peter Roylance, Captain Freddie Russell, MC, Flying Officer Jack Seddon, Private Ian Sharp Smith, Squadron Leader John Shaw, Lieutenant Peter Smallbones, Captain Charles Spencer, Sergeant John Simmons, Flight Lieutenant Johnny Taylor. Lieutenant Eric Tweedale-Hill. Sergeant Paul Tweedy. Major Wilfred Tyndale-Biscoe. Flight Sergeant Victor Vallin. Captain Anthony Venner. Squadron Leader John Vivian. Lieutenant Alistair Windsor. Flying Officer Alfred Woodley. Flying Officer James Yates. Lance Corporal Tony Young. Gunner Felix Kilburn. Lance Corporal David Taylor. Captain Richard Prynne. Major Tom Wimbush. Corporal James Forrester. Private George Cheney. Private Frederick Cheney. Private James Croft. Private Harry Mitchell. Private Samuel Regler. Able Seaman Henry Back. Lance Corporal Bernard Morgan. Flight Sergeant Eric Sturgeon. When you go home tell them of us and say for your tomorrow we gave our today
2: So let us pray we offer to Almighty God our thanksgivings for the many blessings with which he has enriched our lives for the King and all his family and all who under him bear the responsibility of government thanks be to God for those who serve in the armed forces of the crown on sea and land and in the air thanks be to God For doctors, nurses, and all who minister to those in need or distress. Thanks be to God. For the unity of our people within the Commonwealth. Thanks be to God. For the sacrifices made, especially in two world wars, whereby our peace has been preserved. Thanks be to God. Amen. So we sing our next hymn. ourselves anew to the service of God and our fellow men and women around the world that we may help encourage and comfort others and support those working for the relief of the needy and for the peace of the wel- and welfare of the nations Lord God our Father we pledge ourselves to serve you and all mankind in the cause of peace for the relief of want and suffering and for the praise of your name Guide us by your Spirit, give us wisdom, give us courage, give us hope and keep us faithful now and always. Amen. So let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Peace of God, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great Shepherd of the sheep, comfort and assure you of His love in this world and the next. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love your neighbour. Go in power to work for reconciliation. Go in hope to proclaim the resurrection. Thanks be to God.
1: That there is the end of the service uh, at Bryantson, 6th of November 2022. The um, the amazing service given there by the wonderful um, Reverend Davies, um, with a lovely amount of readings from pupils, um, including I think the head boy and the head girl, um, and of course wonderful music provided by the school music department and the chamber choir. Um, a, a truly great service there, of course. Um, this will be available to listen back to on recording um, at any point if you wish to so, do so. Uh, especially, I know many of you may want to listen back to this next Sunday when it's usually the time for a remembrance service. Um, but of course, we had this early um, this time, due to the fact that this is an all-in weekend, next week would be an out weekend, so um, this, the service might not be as full. Um, but thank you for joining us here today on Bry Radio. Um, I've been your host, Zan, and um, make sure to have a great day.
0: Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Proudly sponsored by the BPA.